You're listening to the 12-2 Leadership Podcast. 12 minutes, two takeaways, empowering you to pursue excellence in all you do. What's up, friends? Welcome back to 12-2. I'm today's host, Josh Belton, and we're going to talk about how to stay in your success lane. Recently, I was doing an interview with a new prospect for my company, and I asked her, what is maybe something that's a weakness for you? And her comment was, sometimes I tend to stray out of my lane. You know, basically, I, I might jump into somebody else's lane and like kind of take over some of their work. But and I think that's something that for a lot of us, that could be a good thing or that can be a bad thing. But in life and in work and in our relationships, I really think most of us have a lane that we should really be in. Um, you know, we, I call it the success lane. It's like when you when you're in this particular lane, things can tend to go a little bit better for you. But a lot of us have a hard time staying in our own lane. So let's talk about it for a second. We're going to do 12 minutes. We're going to do two takeaways because this is 12 too. And our hope is that this information will empower you to pursue excellence in all that you do. So stay in your success lane. First, we got to identify what lane we should actually be in. And so in life, you know, this can be a challenge, right? I think and I hope you take this is this is uh, not the takeaway, but this is a takeaway I want you to get. I really believe this. I think that God has designed us all in unique ways. Right. So for you, um, there's something about you. There's a gift or an ability or strength that you may have that I might not possess. And so the lane that you need to be in may look a little different than the lane that I need to be in. And, and here's the thing I think is really important to learn. I just I don't know if I came up with this somewhere else or is this is something that God maybe spoke to me. But. I believe that when it comes to, to worship, I think one of the truest acts of worship in our life is when we actually seek to like, you know, kind of go into this mind of who we've, who we've been created to be, who we are, the, the strengths and abilities and skills that we may have to dig down deep to figure out how did God actually make me? Because it says that, you know, we have uh, gifts. He talked, there's in the New Testament, it talks about different people having spiritual gifts. It's like, this person's gift may be here and this person's gift may be here, but we're all members of the same body. We figure out how to line up and work together. We figure out what lane we're supposed to be in and we operate within that lane. I truly believe that one of the, the greatest acts of worship that we can experience and that we can pursue in our lives is to discover who did God make me to be? What are the unique gifts and abilities that he gave me? And this isn't something I think that you can, you know, as recently Aaron Rodgers went into a you know dark room for like four days to try to figure out what he wants to do next. I don't think that you're going to go into a dark room for four days or for four hours and really figure out everything there is to know about you. Um, I really believe it's like a mind that you have to go into over time, really years and years and years. I think for your entire life, you'll be discovering unique abilities that you may have that God wired within you. Uh, he's created us all different. We talk about our thumbprints and fingerprints. Like you're the only person that's got those. They're unique to you. And I think with, when it comes to our gifts and abilities, we may see people with similarities, but there's a unique wiring to you. There's a unique skill set that you have and developing that, understanding it, really going down to understand who God created you to be and start to develop those skills. I think is again, is one of the greatest acts of worship that life offers is discovering who God created us to be and then leveraging those gifts for his glory. So let's talk about the first thing. What is your success lane? What does it look like for you? Um, there's an exercise I'm going to go through with you real quick, and you can, I'll, we'll, we'll post this in the comments here. We'll post it in the show notes for the podcast, but this is something that Michael Hyatt is a guy that I've followed for years who does some coaching stuff. Uh, Michael Hyatt created this, and it is called the Freedom Compass 
worksheet. So we all know what a, what a compass is, right? You're lost in the woods. You find out this is how this is, I'm going north right now because this is what the compass is telling me is north. And so the Freedom Compass Worksheet will help you figure out what is the unique wiring that you have. And so we'll go through it. And I want you to picture in your head here a, a clock. And we look at maybe the, the hours between like 11 o'clock and one o'clock. So 11 to 12 to one. And we're going to call that your desire zone. Now, what your desire zone is, is this is your success lane, friends. Your desire zone tends to be something that, two pieces to this, you are personally good at or have the ability to be good at coupled with it's something that you enjoy. Now, most of the time when we're good at something, we'll probably enjoy it, but not all the time. You may find something like I'm really good at, you know, vacuuming the floors, but I don't, it doesn't make my heart skip beat. You know, so there's some things that you're good at that you may not love, but this desire zone between 11 o'clock and one o'clock on that clock, this is what makes you come alive. Hey, I'm, I'm gifted here and I love doing this. This is a lot of fun for me or it's fulfilling for me to do this. So one of the things, and some of my kids and some of my, uh, some of the parents may not agree with, but I think for me, one of the things that's in my desire zone is like, hey, I think I, I think I have some skill set here that, that it would empower me to be good at this. And also it just makes me come alive. So I really enjoy when I'm doing this and I feel like I'm fulfilling my purpose is coaching kids. I'm coaching a middle school boys soccer program. We just started this year at my kids' school. And it just, I tend to think about it a lot. And I think that I'm resonating with the kids. So I think I'm doing a good job, but I also really, really enjoy it. It falls within my desire zone. I will tell you from, from me, Josh Belton, personally, I have a mission statement I've written down that this is kind of governs my life and some of the things I do. And it says, I exist to tell a story that reignites dreams, awakens souls, and challenges the status quo. Now, if you think about coaching, like that's an ability to do that, right? You're trying to stir up in somebody uh, and tell them a story about themselves to paint a better picture of them, a stronger picture of them, a more skilled version or picture of them. And you want to, you know, reignite something in inside of them, like you light something up. So they're like, they wake up to that and, they, and then they're willing to challenge the status quo of their effort, right? To say, well, I want to step into this better version of me. It's going to take some work. So coaching for me falls into that desire zone. Now, I want you to look at maybe uh, two, three to four o'clock, right? So we're gonna look for this this other side of the of the of the clock here, and we're gonna say this is your disinterest zone. So this would be something that hey, you're good at these things. My my vacuuming of the floor example from earlier, you're good at these things, but it just doesn't stir us in something within you. Well, my friend, that's not your lane. Your success lane is that desire zone. Now on the other side over here, from uh, let's say from eight to ten o'clock, uh, we're gonna call that your your excuse me, distraction zone. And what your distraction zone is, is this is something actually you enjoy doing. Like, hey, I really like doing this. You're just not any good at it. Now, I grew up in a small country church and we would often find people that they really enjoyed singing and they wanted to sing in church, but they weren't any good at that. You know what I'm saying? You probably all probably all been around some folks that are like that. So that also, you know, not in your desire zone, even though you like it, not something that you should be getting engaged with because it's not where your skill set, it's not, that's not your success lane. You're drifting out of your success lane. And then the bottom, and you were looking at the bottom of the clock here from uh, five o'clock to seven o'clock, this is called your drudgery zone. You don't want to be in it because you ain't any good at it and you don't like it. Like you just do not like it. Our success lane is probably going to be in the realm of things that we're good at and things that we enjoy. So that using the uh, Freedom Compass worksheet, which we'll post here, that is one way for you to figure out and identify what your success 
lane is. Now I got to tell you this. So first takeaway, do this freedom compass worksheet exercise. And, uh, you know, and then again, that, that statement I made, I believe that the greatest act of worship, one of the greatest acts of worship we can do in our lives is to discover the unique abilities that God has created us for and the gifts that he's given us and then leverage those gifts for his glory and for the further furthering of his kingdom. Now, the second thing is this, um, me and my buddy, Chad went on a business trip to Kentucky a couple of years ago. And I drove his vehicle because if you know Chad, Chad Brown, if you know Chad, then Chad is a, he works. So he's like, hey man, if you'll drive, uh, you, we take my car, you drive and I'll send some emails, which by the way, Chad is an email, you know, he, he sends a bunch of emails. All right. So uh, Chad was doing the emails and we're driving and dude, just a confession here, because I'm trying to be vulnerable. I don't always use my blinker when I change lanes. And so, uh, you know, I do it when I, when I feel like I need to, but not all the time. So I'm changing lanes. We're going on the interstate up to Kentucky. And as I'm changing lanes, every, every time I do it, there's this beeping noise. I'm like, what is the, the beeping noise? And so finally I realized I'm like, oh, it's letting me know that I'm changing. I'm drifting over. It thinks I'm drifting. It, if I use the blinker, it wouldn't do this alert. But because I'm not, it thinks that maybe I'm tired and I'm drifting into a lane. So it's letting me know, hey, you're, you're, you're going out of your lane, Josh. You're drifting out of the lane that you're supposed to be in. And then the car, recently I bought a new vehicle and it's got a thing. It's called lane assist lane assist. And what happens for us is we're driving this car is if you go too close to the double yellow, you start bumping up against it or the white line on the right side, the steering wheel will actually vibrate. Well, what is this doing? It's creating resistance. It's creating awareness that you're out of your lane. And so our lane, if we use it, that desire zone, hey, your success lane is going to be in your area of giftedness where like you're good at this, but also, also in your in your area of enjoyment. You enjoy this thing that you're doing. Well, when you're drifting out of that lane, because we all will do this in life, we all naturally start to move into a different direction than probably we should. We're on purpose. It requires effort to be true north every time. So you're going to you're gonna drift out of your success lane from time to time. What are you going to do about it? So here's the lesson we can take from Chad's car and from uh, from my new vehicle. You guys can tell I was driving old cars for a long time. We want to figure out a way to create some resistance for leaving your success lane. Create some resistance. Create awareness that when it happens, because you're not going to do it on purpose most of the time, friends. Most of the time, it's going to be something where it's a gradual accident of you leaving your success lane to go to one of those other zones, where maybe it's where you're. Hey, this I'm good at this, but I'm not you know, I'm not passionate about it or, Hey, I love this, but I'm not good at it. You may start drifting in those directions and we want you to stay in your success lane. So what can you do to create some awareness or resistance that when you start to drift out of that success lane, alerts happen? Well, one of the ways you can do it maybe is that you are in a, a you know, a, a small group of people that are there have the same type of gifts or skill sets. Maybe you could hire a coach. Maybe you have a mentor. Uh, maybe this is honestly, one of the things that I do is I just kind of keep like a personal health check. I'm like, if I start to experience a lot more stress in my life and I feel it in my body, I have to ask myself that question. I'm like, am I doing something that's out of my success lane? Because if I am, then I might start to experience a lot of this tension because like, dude, you're doing something that you're not good at. Or, hey man, you're doing something you're enjoying, but it's not moving the needle because you're not, you know, you're, you're, you're not good at it. Whether it's enjoyment or whether, or whether it's, you're not good at it, you, you start to feel that you might start feeling that in your body because you're not making the progress that you want to make. You may not be succeeding the way that you want to succeed. So what system can you set up to assist you when you're drifting out of your lane? Does somebody in your life have your permission to call you out when you drift out of your lane? I think that's one of the most powerful things you can have. Maybe it's your spouse. Maybe it's an accountability partner. Maybe it's a best friend. It just says like, hey, Josh, 
it seems like you may be focused on some things right now that are really outside of where your skill set and where your purpose lies. So my friends, two takeaways from 12 2 today. One is let's let's identify our success lane, our desire zone, where we need to be. Fill out the Freedom Compass worksheet and re- and remember that when you're figuring that out, that is an act of worship because you will convert that skill, the, the, the learning of who you are, and you'll give it back to God in a way that can bless you. That's number one. Number two is what system for awareness or resistance can you create so that when you start to drift, you're reminded, hey, stay focused. My friends, this has been 12 to 12 minutes, two takeaways. My hope for you is that you feel empowered to pursue excellence in all you do in your life. And as I sign off, typically my, my videos of any time or podcast of any time, my, my prayer for you today is that you would require excellence from yourself so that you can inspire excellence in others. Y'all have an awesome day.